This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. For early break, sponsored by Midwest Bank. Live from Lincoln, America. Here's 937 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. I'm wrong, but I'm not. Husker Online, Steve Sipple. If I were a feral cat. And longtime college football assistant coach, Bill Bush. You get one team. Mine's the Houston Oilers. I'm, so, not, I'm not the Texans, and I'm not the Titans, so, so I'm out. So. This is Early Break. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Friday. Steve Sipple out today. Minnesota on the way back at some point this morning. Bill Bush here, Jake Sorensen. Hour 2 sponsored by our friends at Midwest Bank. Member FDIC. Location in Lincoln at yes. 27th and Jamie Lane. New location coming to 70th and Pioneers by early next year. And uh, Steve Schindler, is he depressed today? Is he okay after that game? Or? He won't be okay. No, he won't be okay. Um, also, he, Steve Schindler. Also received several text messages yesterday that oh. they'll be in the door today to get their free money for rushing yards. That was a pretty good day. Of yes, free, free. So Nebraska had some good rushing yards, and that that was something to have to build confidence in that they were able to run the football. And that was a lot of it was quarterback base. But guess what? Like I keep saying, the games are judged as a whole. So. If if Nebraska rushes for whatever yardage and someone says, well, yeah, but 100-something of it was the quarterback, it still counts. That's still rushing yards. That's how it works. And so they, they were able to to rush and run the ball. I thought the game was – I remember telling uh, my wife, Laura, I was like, this game will be over. There will be multiple commercials. This game's going to be over so fast because both teams were huddling. They were running the football, and so the game was going to move along very, very quickly. Can I give a shout-out to my awesome wife? Uh, please. You know what she had last night? What'd she have? Crock-pot full of meatballs and seven-layer dip. Then she made the seven-layer dip herself. She didn't go to Hy-Vee and get it. It was incredible. My wife just crushed it last night. She, she, had, a good, she had a good plan there. She had a great plan. Is it the plan all day? Well, we had an issue. Remember I called I, you? I had So I'm in a meeting, uh, and yeah. I, I have a phone call <laughs> from Bill, and there's a text that says, emergency. I said, okay, well, I'll call him after them done this yeah. meeting. And then what do I find out? What was the problem, Bill? The problem was very, it was very well. Laura, my awesome wife, had said, hey, I got steaks out of the freezer. I thought we'd have steaks for dinner. I'm like, did you not listen to the show? Did you not listen to the show one right. day? I'd be, I would love a steak, yeah. but, I, but, but like, that's not Bill's spread here. No, it's not. And plus, it's not that steak is not a food for football. That's not a yeah. You hey, want finger food? You don't. Right? You don't all of a sudden. Hey, we're going to go to a watch party. What, what, what's everybody doing? Oh, we're going to we're going to have steaks. No, we're not. But my wife, so she rebounded tremendously and made everything and, you asked for. Made an incredible <laughs> spread. How about that incredible spread. How about that, Bill? Proud now, of one of my nephews, Nick, had a minimum of twenty meatballs. He had 20. That's to be expected, though, right? Yeah. I would have had at least 10 probably yeah. myself. They go down so easy. They do. It's if tasty. If you put them all on a plate, you go, that's a lot. But if you eat them out of a crock pot, guess what kind of toothpicks we had? Wooden. Wooden, yeah. They, you Wooden. had nailed there. Yeah. 
by the way, I uh, forgot to shout out from our first hour because we got busy and get to a uh, quick plug for Novotny uh, Novot- okay. Nutrition Wellness. Oh, God, yes. To Brad, Jennifer, and the team there. I uh, didn't give them their – for aging gracefully. We'll get to that later on the show. But uh, Novotny Nutrition and Wellness and also uh, Newton's Lawn Care. Andrew. Our guy. Unbelievable. He, he shows up. He brought he, us a piece of Pershing the other yes, day. We he, have Pershing. He, he's probably at my house right now. If he's not, he's probably there at 3 in the morning just walking around, make sure the yard looks good. He's incredible. Shout out to those guys uh, for being our one sponsors also. Okay, 464-5685. Call or text as always. We're trying to move forward with the season. Nebraska, we're on. They lost the game last night. They had a, they had a lead. They blew it 0-1, but there's the season is still yet to be played. You've got Colorado this week. You've got two home games, three home games following that. For Colorado, it, again, the discussion all week was, all right, will anything that happens in Thursday's game affect your belief on what will happen against Colorado? Nebraska is probably going to still be a favorite in this game by eight, nine points, yes. I would assume. It was early lines were 10 to 12 points favored by Nebraska. But, again, offense was not great last night. Defense was pretty good for Nebraska last yes. night. Did, did anything from last night affect your belief in what should happen in Boulder next week? I think you have to see it. I think you have to see uh, the game Saturday to kind of see what Colorado looks like. Uh, with it. I do believe that Colorado will be a better football team than Minnesota. But I also think that Nebraska by, will, have, will be a better football team also. So I think there's a lot of hope yet for Nebraska. The advantage right now is that is that they play tomorrow. So Nebraska gets two bonus days of a little bit of rest, uh, a chance to bring the players in, I don't know, whatever their schedule is, maybe today, tomorrow, however it works out, they will be able to get all the film, everything put to rest. So when they crank back up on Sunday, Monday, however their schedule is, they're all ready to go on Colorado. They get to sit and watch the game on Saturday. So I'm, I'd, I'd always text all my players if it was a bye week, and I'd be like, hey, whoever is playing on TV with the time it was. So they get to watch the game. And so that's an advantage. So Nebraska gets an advantage of two extra days, and they get the advantage of watching them on TV. They're going to have the, they're going to have the, you know, the coach film to be able to see everything. But that's an advantage for Nebraska right now that they get two extra days. It, it is. It is It is an advantage for them. But a, a problem you see in the text line here, Bill, and I'm not surprised, is, is that uh, – Nebraska fans are concerned about the the turnovers for Nebraska. Four turnovers last night. You can't. You don't just lose those, do you? I mean, if you have three picks, again, we talked with Sip that maybe the first pick was not terrible by Jeff Sims. The last two were terrible, and in the end zone to end the first half and to end the game in the you know fourth quarter. You know how do you how do you get that out of him? Because turnovers, when you don't have room for error, you don't have much margin for error, are crippling. And we knew that before the season. If you're Matt Rule, Marcus Satterfield, you're trying to assess this and try to move forward the game plan, how can you talk that out of him or, or coach it out of him? I, I think you have some limitations that you have. We're going to do this and this, kind of give a little bit of – you can ease him a little bit in that area. You have to be able to throw the football, though. You, you just you're, you're not going to be able to say, hey, we're just going to – run play action passes at some point in time you do have to be able to protect and drop back and throw the ball and so they'll have they'll have plans for them that'll, that'll be that'll be very good it was a first game playing at nebraska uh now he has played a lot of football he has but not with these guys he's not played a lot with these guys so i think there'll be some uh, you, you saw marcus washington make mm-hmm. some plays for him uh and, and and do some things so i think that's a big positive for him and like i said they had a they had a few things in the run game which was good to, like sip said on the when the fumble occurred was going to be a significant game uh to really really i said probably almost to ice the game 
That's kind of where it would have been in that spot. So when you look at it and just saying like, all this had to happen or this happened or this happened and we win the game going away. And so, and Steve brought this up when he called in, kids are resilient. They recover much faster than coaches do. All of a sudden they'll be like, okay, all right, move on. And they'll, they'll bounce back much quicker. Coaches have a harder time because you've been in the profession for so long. It makes it difficult on coaches. But there, there, there's still a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of hope for Nebraska. Remember, seasons are only judged as a whole. That's it. So the whole season, it's it's zero and one. It's not the whole season. Yep. So so there's there's a huge there, there's so many things going to happen yet in this year. So it's how you're judged as a whole. And so I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be in a in panic mode if if I was Nebraska fans about that because they have some very 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 winnable games coming up. They do. Matt Rule last night post game. Uh, this is a learning experience to overcome. Matt Rule here's his thoughts post game. Yeah, you know, for us, uh, this is the first game, and um, uh, we saw the things that we need to improve upon. We had a chance in two minutes. We have the ball at the fifty. We need to go down and win that game, right? Uh, they played man. We got to you know scramble with the ball, throw the ball away. Instead, of had a pick. So uh, we, no one's gonna no one's gonna feel sorry for themselves. We're not feeling sorry for ourselves. Um, it was uh, it was a learning experience that we have to overcome. Yeah, that's that's right. And uh, we we talked about earlier in the show too, Bill, regarding the philosophy for Nebraska going forward and save big on your Memorial day barbecue all in the Kroger app, get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply. See site for details. Again, I, we know that Jeff Sims's legs are very tempting to run. Adrian Martinez, his legs were very tempting to run on, but 19 carries is a lot in a football game. Even though some of those were, were scrambles to get out of pressure, there was probably at least 12 designed runs for Jeff Sims of those 19, if not more than that. If if you're trying to devise a plan going forward, I mean, you got to get the running backs more involved too. And Gabe Irvin had a couple of nice runs. The one you mentioned, the long one, he could have been tackled for a two-yard loss, breaks a tackle, goes for 27 but i mean is there is there a a threshold of, of where they should be going for jeff sims for carries in a football game right now you have to just just play to win the game and if if you go into this next game and he's a carry it 25 times you beat colorado carry it 25 times and so you can't be like i, I this would be a really good call for us to run but we're not going to run him right now because we we have to limit his it's like do whatever you have to do to win the game and it, it, it he's such impressive. I was running the football. It's almost like a Cam Newton. I, 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 that's a good it, comparison. It, it, he's very much like because he's so the number of times when he made some yards, I'm like they they haven't defended and they couldn't tackle him. He's he's so big and so strong in some scenarios that it's very very difficult uh, for him to build a play. Uh, so I, I would just I would run him to the point of like whatever we have to do to win the game. That's what that's what I would do. And there might be some games when it's like, hey, we're pretty in control here. Or say they're whoever they're playing. If they're in control of the game, don't run them at all. Don't let them get hit at all. We yep. have the game in, in hand. We're better than the other team. Don't do that. But when you have to win the game, and they'll be from here on out. I mean, they have a couple games I think are are uh, are their advantage Nebraska. But when they get to even or slightly, whatever whatever's or slight maybe slightly below who they're playing on the field at that, he's got to carry. He's he's the difference maker. When you watch the game, like what would have been the difference maker? Him carrying the ball. 
was a difference maker. So I'd, I'd run him to win the, win the game and worry about the other stuff later. But, yes, it's always a, a concern, but I'm just going to do whatever I can to get the first down and win the game. Here's Matt Rule postgame on letting Jeff Sims run the ball so often. Matt Rule. I don't think so. Uh, he, you know, he's, um, I mean, he is a dual threat player. He's going to run. I mean, I don't, you know, he wasn't running quarterback power and getting three and four yards. I mean, he was coming out with some big runs and had, had a chance for some more big ones. So when you have a guy like that, you have to let him spin, you know, um, um, you know, I think, I think one of the big things was just some of the penalties. We only had three drives in the first half and some of the penalties, you know, one was a long drive. You know, we took the ball in the second half. We took it the last drive. We took it from the 10 and went down and, you know, kicked that field goal. So, um, you know, I thought we put some, put, put, put some things on it, but he's one of our more dynamic playmakers, right? And, um, you know, he, he, like all quarterbacks, just can't throw the ball off his back leg, you know, especially in that situation there at the end. Um, he knows that situation. We'll go back and look at it. What could we have called differently for him? But make no mistake, I have a ton of uh, confidence in Jeff. That's Matt Rule again on Jeff Sims and, and running the ball so many times. And also, again, the mistakes he made at the very end of throwing the football on his back foot. Mm-hmm. But I, I think if you're a Nebraska fan, you, you have to take a deep breath mm-hmm. and, and look at the positives from the game, that it was not a blowout. Nebraska played you know decent enough football to win the game with four turnovers. Mm-hmm. But as we've said several times throughout this show, Minnesota was a lot worse than we thought they were going to be. I don't think we thought they'd be great. I, I didn't expect a great football team. No, I didn't team, expect great. But, but I, I think anyone watching, you, me, Josh, who was at the game. By the way, Josh is here, by Josh the way. Josh is here. Josh, Josh is drove here. through the night to through get night. here. Think about this. He was covering the game last night. Yeah. When the game is over, I hung out a little bit with, with my nephews. I went to bed and drove in here pretty early. Not Josh. Not Josh. He's here now, and he's he was here. doing the game in Minneapolis. Play-by-play for KRNU, the, yes. the campus radio yes. station. Well done, Josh. Good, good to have yes. you here. But again, anybody that watched it, if Nebraska fans in the stands would say this is not a very good Gophers team. And we said they're, they're going to have maybe a, a poor year, what it, what it feels, like, feels like after that first game. But the positives are that it was a close game, but also the cons are that that, was, that team was not as good as you thought they would be. They're not. They're not. And like I said, uh, uh, Coach Flex, a really good coach, so we'll see what he can get out of them. It is true. Your biggest improvements really are from game one to game two, then the slightly part. So it'll be interesting to see how the, how how Minnesota responds. But as as you were watching it, you have to give a lot of credit to Nebraska for it's like, hey, they're doing a lot of things really well to make Minnesota not be good. But just overall, they didn't have the same running back. It's not even close. They don't have the same offensive lines. Not even close. So the receivers, who probably are a little bit better than what they were last year, yes, really aren't a factor because of the other part. And so they'll, they're going to they're have a tough time. They'll have, they'll have, they'll have a tough time. But it's a, uh, a huge win for him. Even after the game, you get to see P.J. Uh, flex face. He was like, I have no idea how we won this game. I have no idea. <laughs> That's usually how it happens <laughs> against Nebraska. I'm not sure how we won, yeah. but we did. This, a miracle happened. Too many, look at Josh. Josh is tired. He's, he's upset. He's bothered, as he should be. He, he should was in be. the game. Yes. He was at the stadium, thought they had yeah. a win wrapped up. Instead, Nebraska falls 13-10 to to Minnesota, 0-1 again to start the season. And Colorado awaits you this upcoming yeah. Saturday. And we'll, and we'll try to get a good glimpse of Colorado tomorrow. Yeah. They play the early game against TCU on the road. Yeah. Uh, they said it about 9,000 times yeah. during the game yeah. last night. If you were watching Fox, they, they plugged it probably every five seconds. They didn't have the exact commercial, I think, last time. But one of the things that amazes me on commercials is and they were, that a lot of times they've been promoting Colorado. And for the TCU game. And for that, they would show highlights of Prime 
in in the NFL. They'd show him returning punts, interceptions. He's how not many, playing. How many times you imagine all of a sudden they show Steve Sarkeesian playing quarterback for BYU? Yeah, or whoever, whoever's still. I, I just that's so bizarre to me that the the number one the, the clips they show is prime playing in the NFL for the Cowboys and doing his too legit to quit, you know, like the, yeah, the which yeah. I enjoy. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy. It. But it's just a, it's a bizarre uh scenario. But it'll be fun to see. That's going to be a a odd odd game. It kicks off at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. But that's that's time. two two that's the first two games. Yeah, it, that's bizarro world to me. 10 a.m. kick. Wake up early. Yeah. Watch your buffs. Yeah. That that's that's I get advantage Nebraska. Because the 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 crowd will be very into it. They'll, no matter what, it's their first home game. But there, no one is that into it at 10 a.m. We don't usually have breaking news during this show. Okay. Bill. This is not actually Nebraska related. It is big time in sports, though. Oh, Are you well, ready for this? Yeah. You, you have no idea. No, I have no idea. Again, you have yeah. no computer. I love I, it. Bill, yes. the, Bill does it the way I love you. Old school. Old school. Yes. Uh, this is from ESPN uh, about eight minutes ago. Pete Thamel reports the ACC has voted to invite Stanford, California, and SMU to join the conference in all sports joining uh, starting in 2024. Wow. So, again, per Pete Thamel of ESPN, the ACC has voted to invite Stanford, Cal, and SMU to join in all sports in the ACC starting in 2024. It'd be interesting to see what they're doing with SMU because there were, the discussion was that SMU said, we don't, even, we, don't, we don't have to even take the money initially. For what you would pay us, just to get in, because we have to be in a conference of power, and so, and then what it really does, it just it right now, if you're Washington State, Oregon State, you have so so now the two things, the thought of the Pac-12 staying the Pac-12 and inviting teams in is over, and now you've got Oregon State and Washington State that has to basically go to the Mountain West, so they're going to go from getting twenty-five million a year to getting four million a year. And so it's just, it's a de- huge depletion of two programs that I love. So there's the news. Again, think about that. Stanford, Cal, and the SMU. Big, the Big Ten goes goes coast to coast. But yep. there's schools in the middle. Yeah. There's it's no schools be strange. in the middle. Yeah, it's, Stanford and Cal are going to hate this. There's no schools in the middle. And SMU's now in the middle. Yeah, S- I guess one school. Yeah, the S- <laughs> one new addition. When are we going to SMU? Oh, Thank when's you. that trip? When's that God, trip? That's a lot a easier. Shorter. Maybe a little shorter going to SMU. Uh, well, we thank come, you. Yeah, you're welcome. Welcome when we come back. Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports, uh, picks of the week on early break in the ticket.